I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I bring to you an unlikely story from one of the most dangerous neighborhoods of Paris. One of finding hope in the direst of times. Krimiako Googling our Airbnb address threw up a host of unsavory details about this suburb. Known for being multicultural and despite being close to some key attractions, the place does not feature on the tourist map. A family member spoke to us further. She said that most neighborhoods in northern Paris are actually unsafe. And yet, Airbnb had glowing reviews about this listing, which put us in a fix. We checked out the cancellation policy and a 50% loss was too much to take. We decided to take our chances. We arrived on a cold December rainy afternoon and despite having perfect directions from our host, we lost our way. I mean, you could say that my impeccable sense of direction may have had something to do with it. A few calls and a balcony lookout later, we were greeted by Phil, a French gentleman living by himself. The room was exactly as it was shown in the listing. But what we were not prepared for was the living room. At once, you could find Phil's living room to be an unorganized chaotic mess of stuff strewn around or a place with a vintage feel with each piece of art curated and furniture carefully chosen. And in the middle of it all sat Phil at his large wooden desk with piles of papers precariously balancing themselves. He was looking up municipal records and architectural plans as his latest passion project was to restore a watermill at his late father's home in the countryside. Just want to bring your attention to a tiny detail. Phil recently turned 60. He intended not to involve anyone else and decided to do this single-handedly. Because this is not the first time he took on an impossible project. At the height of his career, Phil was a fashion photographer, music concert organizer and world traveler. He has organized concerts in Mali, traveled and lived in Cuba, and the best of all, been to India. This I discovered as I saw a bobblehead of a Kathakali dancer sitting proudly in his living room. Phil regaled us with the story of the time he photographed Amitabh Bachchan and Rekha for a fashion magazine, not realizing how big a deal they were until there were mobs of people trying to crash the shoot. And yet, one of my most vivid memories of that stay is of the story he narrated from a really dark time in French contemporary history. 2015 Paris attacks. His partner and he created a Facebook page for people looking for their loved ones. This meant endless hours of non-stop work connecting with people, replying to frantic family members and tracking down those who had gone missing. But the part which really took a toll on them was the time when they had to break the news of the death of a loved one. It's not as easy as I'm sorry for your loss the way we see in television dramas. It's gut-wrenching. to extinguish in one swift stroke that tiny sliver of hope someone is hanging on to deliver a storm which comes with the calmness of a few words but even in these dark times 
had rare moments when they could locate someone well and alive. That call was cathartic and the contrast must have been telling for Phil to deliver a storm of relief and happiness with the calmness of a few words. There is a Latin word, genius loci, which has nothing to do with the word genius as we understand it today. The original use means a role of place in personhood, of how comets of chance and tides of circumstance shape us to become what we are today. The more I think of Phil, the more I think that he may have been born French, but he truly belonged to the world. His identity, worldview and his deep sense of empathy were shaped by his decades of immersion into this world. As we sat in his living room with international news running in the background, we got talking about politics. The rise of the extreme right, the growing neo-Nazi movement in Europe and climate change. And the ever-perceptive Phil said something in a very matter-of-fact way. Something which people would say only philosophically. This is the last of the good times. Phil's words, spoken in December 2019, seem eerily prophetic. I'm recording this from home in the worst global pandemic the world has seen in recent times. And his words keep coming back to me. This is the last of the good times. At the beginning of the pandemic in Europe, we exchanged emails with Phil. His Airbnb has been shut down and he might face eviction from home since he cannot make rent anymore. Things look dire and gloomy. But then I read the last line of his email. There is always a home in the countryside and a watermill to fix. You're welcome home anytime. I may not know most of you out there listening to me, but in a very warped sense, we are all going through what none of us were prepared for. These are trying times financially and emotionally. But as J.K. Rowling said, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times, if only one remembers to turn on the light. I urge you to turn on that light, or even better, be that light for someone. Because if we all do so, I am sure this is not the last of the good times. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memoria on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram. <laughs>